Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to want to be writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have, be going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post-roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's K-O hyphen F-I dot com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So... Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Octavio D. Rock D. Livingstone. Woo! Ooh, I should probably turn that down. <laughs> oh, man, that was unexpected. This is what happens when you don't turn all the levels down. Yeah, make sure I got them, got them all turned down. Got that, got the Jamaican ear horn going live. That's usually what happens on the back end. But um, hey, it is what it is. Make sure all these these other levels are down. You know, I don't want any unexpected uh, happenings while we're recording. So I've got a um, I've got a pretty pretty good day lined up. We have uh. An interview scheduled with uh, Navia from Indina Sports in Kenya. They uh, recently dropped. Uh, I say recently. It's been it's been out for a while. Um, a running shoe. They're the home of a lot of um, you know marathon superstars. So 
I think it's only fitting that they, they have a shoe, their own shoe, and they're making it in Kenya, which is cool. You know, a lot of the uh, brands make their shoes in, in uh, China. A lot of their shoes get made in China. So I thought that was everybody was making their shoe in China. Dang, mm-hmm. a lot of shoes being made in China. I mean, how many factories do they have? Do they have, is it the same factory that's producing, producing Nike that makes Mizuno, that makes Saucony, that makes, you know, Adidas? Is it, you just go down the block, their cousins are making the same shoes. I don't know. It's a lot. But this particular shoe is made in Kenya. You know, have sort of a, a sneakerholic addiction. So this is, um, this is pretty interesting to be able to, to be able to see. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. That should be um, be good times. Uh, And then we have Allison a little later on in the evening. But during the during the interim, during the middle, I've got some got some pieces that I need to write and um, episodes I need to get up. It's been an interesting time. Um, In 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 the news, oh my god, it's it's like a, a a performance. Um, a very bad performance. Uh, this would this would be like a a B movie. Not even so much a B movie. It's straight to DVD. It's going straight to DVD. Or oh, this is this is a YouTube video that somebody is is you know putting together this performance of coming out of the hospital, defeating it. You know we can't be seen as as weak. You know I don't want anyone to interpret. This happening as as me being weak, showing any sign of weakness, like, you know. So if these people who were um, following uh, this uh, this guy, following this guy along this path and listening to his rhetoric and saying, "Well, you know what? Yeah, he did it. I can do it. There's no need to fear. You know, learn to live with it." Is his latest. Learn to live with it, you know. This is a little different when you've got, you know, you can get hella back from, you know, the Oval Office over to Walter Reed and, you know, you've got access to the latest medication. You know, I don't know if Bubba is going to have access to that or, or, you know, the same level of care that you're going to have, but you were putting them in harm's way. It is just irresponsible irresponsible i don't understand a guy that has never served in the military you know how you you practice saluting so much as if you know you are you are what like you you this i don't know if those drugs uh, that he's taken makes him delirious but standing on a balcony saluting like that is that is theatrical. This is like a bad, bad show. It's like, is this really? If someone told you that this would be happening in 2020, you would say, nah. This is this this guy? This guy. This is how I refer to him. I can't even refer take him as a president elite seriously. I've stopped taking him seriously a long time ago. This guy, I don't think I've ever taken this guy seriously. This guy. I remember this guy. This guy is just a train wreck. And these guys following him? <laughs> I just, I just, I just don't understand it. 
So you just, you've been in, infected supposedly, and we'll get to that in a minute. You've been infected supposedly, and now you just go back to the, uh, to the cluster unmasked, just like, it's okay. And they had a picture of people cleaning the, um, the White House briefing room. And the two people cleaning were, um, were black. You know, I'm like, this is, these people gather in here. He's standing at the lectern. Got it. You know. Ke- t- Kellyanne has got it. Her daughter is hilarious. What? You've caused so much disruption. Disruption? With- you lied about your fucking mother about COVID? No, mom. About COVID? It's how I'm. It's how I interpreted, interpreted it. it. You, you're taping me again. A daughter. That I would. Now that would be a, a show that I would watch. Just put the recorder down, um, Claudia, and just have them talk over how was your day? How how many lies did you tell today, mommy? You know, it's like just with a straight face. She's sitting there. You lied to your mother about COVID? Fucking COVID? It's like, yo, she is crazy. She had to step back because the daughter and the mom and the dad sitting around having Tuesday evening dinner. (laughs) Oh, man, the topics I couldn't imagine. Oh, my God. I could not imagine she would have to learn how to, to lie. I mean, what... What world are they are they living in? Is it is it the same world? How do you justify this is just lying is just part of my job? That's just what I do. I don't really lie. It's spin. I'm like a I'm like a human washing machine. You give me dirty, I give you pretty. You know, I don't know. You know, it's it's I clean up. There's a mess in aisle six. It's the same, it's essentially the same thing. You know, somebody makes a mess, my job is to come through. And clean it up. That's what I do. I'm part of a cleanup crew. I'm a cleaner. I'm a verbal cleaner. Mm-hmm. Go figure. But anyhow, so he's back in the um, he's back at the at the at the at the White House, you know, goes up to the balcony, snatches the mask off. And who is this for? Like who who even decided like this is this is propaganda. This is what dictators do. This is this is this is propaganda. Like what who is he shooting this for? Is this part of is this gonna be part of, of some you know campaign? Is this part of some some voter campaign advertisement? Is this like what are we what are we doing this for? Like who's there? Like who had the, what camera crew? Is this did the news come? Did they come out to record this spectacle? They came out. They're part of this theater. It's like this is this is this, this is this is disgusting. Anyhow, and I don't really even watch um Chris Cuomo, but I haven't heard shit so much on TV. I didn't know that was that was allowed. I guess after a certain time, I've gotta I've gotta check that out, man, because he was just dropping. You know, <laughs> He was just dropping bombs all over. And the outrage, I can't muster up outrage. I've said that before. Because this, this, this whole thing is, it can't. You can't fake outrage. 
and, and just muster this up every day as if this is brand new outrage. You will, you will lose your voice. You will lose your sanity tracking this. I don't even think he got it. I, I just think this, it's his doctors came out and they're starting to talk about, yeah, but we wanted to keep an upbeat thing. So if that's what you were doing, you know, you're just following instructions. So who knows what, they, what they're capable of doing, man. But there's so much more, uh, there's so much more happening in the world. And, uh, yeah, I can't get sucked into the vortex that is this guy. This guy. Mm. This guy, it's, it's hilarious, yeah. But, yeah, so I said I was, um, I had gotten this, this subscription, you know, during the, uh, during the pandemic, uh, at the height of it. You know, after, initially, you, know, you, you sit down, you know, it's like vacation, being on vacation. Um, you're at home and it's like, okay, it's new. You're trying to manage through the day. Yeah, I don't think so at all, man. I think it's all a, a ploy. It, and and you know, I'm not hoping like, you know, oh, that he would, you know, die. Like, I don't, I just don't like my, I'm like one of his rental properties, you know, and he couldn't afford to rent in my mind. You know, in my brain, he just so just thinking of those negative thoughts and harboring them and and turning them over and over in my mind. Like, yeah, no, there's no no occup. I'm sorry, we're full. I'm sorry, I, we don't have space to be thinking about hoping that you or in him or anyone else for that matter, you know, expires. Like, I'm not <laughs> now, but I will say, yo, I think that this guy. This guy's not fit for office. And I think these people who stand by him and co-sign this stuff, they have a lot to answer for, man. They have a lot to answer for. They're out there, you know, on Fox News asking for uh, donations because they, they feel the pressure. They feel the heat. You know, whatever happens with this guy, their careers, they've attached their careers uh, to this guy. And one of them had come out. Oh, man. I'll get back to the master class, but one of them had come out and early on in his career, a slimy greaseball, he comes out and he says, yo, listen, um, he's going to be part of a coup when he made his way into, you know, into politics. And so he attempted this coup and it failed. And so he goes to the guy who he, you know, transgressed and fell down on his knees and begged for his <laughs> begged for forgiveness this and these are the guys who are coming out and telling you you know that hey everything is okay i forget this guy's name that guy so you got that guy and this guy i'll get his name uh but he he was the one supposedly um speaking on behalf of trump when i heard the i i had to come out i was I was wrapping up um, uh, an edit and I could just hear it in the background. And this guy who was talking, he fell down on his knees before him, hands clasped and begged for his forgiveness. I'm like, are you, are you serious? Did like, who does that? Who does, some slimy greaseball, you know, you're part of just, just this. I've never craved power so much to the point where I've never craved power like that. Like, that's just not, like, I just gotta, I've got, I gotta be, that's, that's just not, that's just not part of who I am. Good morning, Bruce. 
Never been part of my MO, my makeup. Like I, I want to present myself as this powerful being or, and I want to be in proximity to power. And, and I'm, you know, I will laugh at bad jokes. I was <laughs> recording an episode with someone yesterday, last night. And, um, one, one of the founders of, uh, of exposed vegan. And he, I was like, oh, you're funny. And she's like, you're funny. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm funny. And she started laughing. And it was, it's, it reminded me of a fake laugh. You know, that laugh that you hear sometimes when, you know, Bob is around the, the director, you know, the senior VP or whomever. And everyone knows after, you know, the senior VP leaves or whatever, you know, he's, his jokes are corny and they all mock this guy. But Bob always laughs the loudest, like, <laughs> you know, he's always, he's always extra because he, I guess he feels like he has to endear himself to, you know, the senior VP. And by laughing at his jokes or allowing him to win on the golf course, he thinks somehow or another, this is going to, you know, grant him favor. And they try all sorts of things to, you know, make themselves appealing. And I just have, I, I, I just have no respect for people who do stuff like that. No, if the joke is not funny, don't laugh. Like, because I'm not laughing. It's not funny. But okay. All right. You know, it dropped. And it should, that's okay. But if you got to, I got to laugh at you. What else will you do? Because it starts off, you're laughing at the corny jokes. And, and then now, now, what else will you do? Because anybody, anyone that is a leader, a real leader, is going to know that mm, this is not authentic. Like, I know I'm not that funny. He knows I'm not that funny. So why is he laughing? He must want something from me. So I would be suspect. I mean, it's, it's not that hard to deduce. I mean, you got to have some sort of ability to discern, you know, right from wrong, whatever. Mm. So early on in the pandemic, I was like, yo, you know, you, you're at home initially and you, you're doing, whether you're working from home or you, 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 you didn't work or you were out of work or you, whatever the situation was, you tried to manage through, through the day. And whether that managing meant that you, you've been out, you, you maybe went, you worked out at home, you might've went on a trail for a run or whatever it is you did to find some solitude or, you know, at some point you might've sat down and watched a show or two and you binge watched some shows Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I binge watched some shows. I sat down, I think I was watching Ozark, and then I was like, okay, this is, I can't, um, I can't continue on this path, man. This is, this is not cool. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I said, you know what? Well, I think I will, I will, I will get masterclass. And this way, if I'm sitting down and I'm watching a show, at least I'm learning something in the process. So I, um, I, I, let's see what is what is the what is the yearly subscription on this thing and uh hmm, you know let me let me check out a couple of them first and see what it is and, and then i'm gonna head and hit the bullet man and so yeah I, I i started binge watching some of those shows you know and I'm like okay well at least if i'm watching it then i'm learning something from it and uh yeah and sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm watching a, a, a show, whether it's a, uh, whatever the show is, I'm trying to piece it together. I'm trying to figure out like how, how did they make this? 
um, what's going on here with the dialogue, you know, uh, the scene set up. I'm trying to, so sometimes I'm not able to enjoy it, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting down there, you know, like a detective trying to piece it together, trying to find the pattern. And you see some commonalities and you, um, you make the best of it, you know. And like there's sometimes I might see something in a, in a, in a show. And one, one show in particular, I like Denzel, love him. Mm-hmm. But there's this scene in Equalizer 2 where he is a Lyft driver, you know. And Lyft drivers, Uber drivers, any of these rideshare guys, it's all, all the payment and stuff is taken care of in the app. Mm-hmm. It's all taken care of inside the app. So there's a scene where, you know, he comes back. First, he picks up this, this lady, you know, and she's, you know, the guy is downstairs and he tells her, you know, make sure she gets home safe. She looks a little, you know, she's drunk. She's tore up. And, you know, he's like, well, he, he makes sure she, she gets home, you know, gets taken care of, her, takes her to the hospital, realizes she had gotten raped. So he goes back, he doubles back and he goes to the hotel where he picked them up at. How he finds them, I don't know. But he's Denzel, but he, so he finds them. Knocks on the door and says, oh, you know, the last person, your girlfriend, you know, he dropped her off or whatever, you know, the payment didn't go through. And so the guy gives him a credit card. Now, either, either they don't know or the, 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 whoever wrote that scene, like, it, it's, not, it's not plausible. I'm, and I got hung up on this thing. And every time I see the commercial for it, or when I watch it, I'm like, why would they give him a credit card? Why would they open up the door? Like, are you so out of touch with what's going on? You set this thing up. And um, so you'd have to know that you didn't pay anybody. Um, or that's my alerts telling me that Navia, our, our call's about to start. You didn't pay anybody a credit card. Like, what is he going to swipe the card? There's no, there's no payment option. So that scene... Didn't make sense. I like the fight scene, but I'm like, yo, why would you give him a credit card? Why you open up the door talking to this guy? And that was your, and, that, and you deserve to get your ass beat if you open up the door and you're talking to somebody like Denzel. You know what I mean? So yeah, he, he took him out. He was like, yo, man, but why? You know, oh, black card. They gave him a black card and was like, yo, you know, and give yourself a big tip. Moral of the story is, you know, I, I don't know. I got to find out. I got to, I have to call them. But if you're going to write something, write it and make it make it believable. And whatever y'all doing today, y'all make it a good one. Peace. We out of here. I got a nine o'clock. I got to go. I'd love to say around and talk to you, but I got to go. I got to talk to Navia later. <laughs>